Welcome to the Ming Column, proudly brought to you by our season sponsor, Maricam. Maricam is a global leader in full-service sulfur removal, caustic treating, and spent caustic treatment technologies. We also provide spent caustic handling services as an alternative to technology solutions. Maricam's reputation stands on principles of proven performance, unsurpassed expertise, and an uncommon commitment to its customers. For more information, visit Maricam.com. Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you all to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. In today's episode, we're looking at optimizing combustion processes for safety and efficiency. Now, combustion processes are critical for producing heat and power in nearly every industry. As such, these processes rely on several measurements and controls for proper operation, including main fuel control valves, airflow valves, thermocouples, and exhaust gas measurements. A single flue gas measurement can provide a useful operational set point for the overall system. However, multiple flue gas measurements can be combined to drive greater process safety and combustion optimization, reducing carbon dioxide and nitrogen oxide, or NOx, emissions and fuel consumption simultaneously. Now, an excess oxygen measurement provides the first glimpse of post-combustion effectiveness in operating any combustion process. Excess oxygen represents the amount of oxygen in the process after all flammable compounds are consumed. As such, excess oxygen is also referred to as net oxygen and residual oxygen. As a unique flue gas measurement, excess oxygen is typically measured using a zirconium oxide ceramic sensor which often carries a platinum coating that oxides all flammable compounds when in contact with the sensor before the excess oxygen measurement is made. In any combustion process, measuring excess oxygen in the exhaust gas provides an important operation feedback mechanism. By measuring the amount of oxygen only after all other combustible compounds are consumed, the excess oxygen in the flue gas correlates directly with the amount of excess air supplied to the burner revealing the air-to-fuel ratio of the burner. For example, in a typical boiler, fire heater, or thermal oxidizer application, normal operation should have a slight excess of combustion air added to the burner at all times. Excess air is beyond what is required for full fuel consumption, but it provides an important safety margin for combustion. If a burner fires natural gas and operates with an excess of 20% combustion air as a safety margin, the process will measure approximately 3% excess oxygen in the flue gas. In the same scenario, a burner operating with about a 12% safety margin of additional combustion air will see approximately 2% excess oxygen in the exhaust flue gas. This correlation between excess oxygen in the flue gas and excess air at the burner enables the excess oxygen measurement to be used as an operational set point to monitor the safety margin of excess air at the burner. Now, some combustion systems even leverage the excess air measurement to drive secondary combustion air dampers to maintain adequate excess oxygen levels during normal operation. Now, note, one important distinction to highlight is the difference between excess and total oxygen. Excess oxygen provides a useful correlation that reveals the air-fuel ratio at the burner. However, the measurement of total oxygen does not have this same relationship. As the name would suggest, total oxygen measures the total amount of oxygen in the process regardless of any combustible compounds present. As such, 
There is no trend nor correlation with the excess air of the burner when measuring total oxygen. And any increases in partially burned fuel or incomplete combustion would be undetected. Only through the excess oxygen measurement can operators monitor the safety margin of additional air at the burner. So next we're going to look at recognizing the safety efficiency challenge. While the excess oxygen reading provides an operational set point, no specific recommended value exists for every combustion application. Coal-fired burners may operate at 4% to 6% excess oxygen during normal operation, while oil-fired burners may operate at 2 to 4% excess oxygen in the flue gas. Natural gas-fired burners may target even lower levels at 1 to 3% excess oxygen, depending on the expected fluctuations of the fuel composition and or load variability conditions from the process. So bluntly stated, there is no fixed excess oxygen set point for all cases. One challenge in combustion is selecting the correct excess oxygen level for safe and efficient operation. Operating at high excess oxygen levels is safer, but less efficient for the system overall. As more excess air is added to the burner, the excess air passes through the system untouched, as it does not participate in the combustion reaction. However, this additional pass-through excess air is effectively inert, and this largely inert load causes the burner to increase its fuel consumption to maintain the same operating process temperature. And as a result, the increased fuel consumption also increases the carbon dioxide emissions of the process, and the increased availability of oxygen increases the risk of heightened NOx emissions. Some amount of excess air will always be required at the burner to prevent a dangerous, unplanned, fuel-rich condition. However, a careful balance between safety and efficiency must be maintained when setting the optimal control point. Now beyond the excess oxygen measurement, another flue gas measurement to consider for operation is the combustible measurement. The term combustibles refers to those compounds derived from partially burned fuel and incomplete combustion, typically carbon monoxide and hydrogen. Combustible measurement is often done through catalytic detectors, which provide an unspecified all-in-one measurement within a specific reactivity zone. Now, most combustible detectors are designed to measure parts per million levels of the reactive zone between carbon monoxide and hydrogen. And as a result, the combustibles typically do not operate hot enough to crack methane or other hydrocarbons in the fuel. However, measuring combustibles alone can provide a mechanism to monitor the onset of incomplete combustion in the flue gas. Now in the combustion process, as excess oxygen levels increase, the combustible levels decrease as more oxygen is available at the burner to fully react with the fuel. However, in the reverse case, as excess oxygen levels are lowered, combustible levels increase and at some point near stoichiometric conditions, they increase exponentially. This is also referred to as the combustible's breakthrough point. At excess oxygen levels below this inflection point, the burners are nearly starved of oxygen and do not have sufficient air to consume the fuel entirely, posing a safety risk and a major inefficiency to the process. And as such, the combustibles measurement provides a mechanism to monitor this breakthrough point, alerting operators to the possibility of an unsafe condition. The excess oxygen and combustibles measurements monitor the process for safe post-combustion operation. However, these two safety measurements offer a path for optimizing combustion. 
Using the combustible measurement as a Croft reference point, operators can then lower the excess oxygen level before the typical set point while also monitoring for sufficient safety margin above the combustible's breakthrough point. While it is important to consider operating modes where the fuel combustion varies significantly, this same process can be repeated to determine an ideal excess oxygen set point for the process. Thus, the combustion optimization is ultimately achieved when measuring excess oxygen and combustibles simultaneously to balance safety and efficiency. Now, in addition to measuring excess oxygen and combustibles, one other flue gas measurement can be used to increase overall combustion safety, and that's the measurement of methane, hydrocarbons, and other fuels. In many cases, a single detector can measure percent levels of methane and hydrocarbons in a manner similar to the combustible detector. Methane and hydrocarbon detectors also typically use catalytic elements, providing an unspecified all-in-one measurement. However, methane and hydrocarbon detectors operate at higher temperatures, which allows them to crack and measure methane and various other hydrocarbons in the fuel. Furthermore, detecting methane and hydrocarbons provides one other mechanism for detecting fuel leaks and loss of flame during startup and normal operation. Now, during startup, the combustion process must be adequately purged with multiple volumes of air before lighting off. If the process undergoes too many failed light-off attempts within a specified period, the standard protocol is to repeat the purging cycle with multiple volumes of air until successful. A methane hydrocarbon detector becomes useful in monitoring for any large accumulation of an unburned fuel-rich mixture during the light-off phase or, worse, a fuel leak. Although downstream of the burner, the catalytic methane hydrocarbon detector provides operators one more reference point to ensure safety during startup conditions. In addition, unburned fuel should not exist during normal operation. However, a fuel leak or loss of flame in, com in combination with poor mixing in the firebox can create a scenario where cold spots of unburned fuel rise and escape the process. In these cases, a methane hydrocarbon detector has also been used to detect and alert a fuel-rich condition. Now, operators rely on several measurements and controls for proper operation in any combustion process. Through flue gas measurements, operators can monitor downstream of the burner for feedback on the effectiveness of their combustion process. An operational set point can be set and monitored through excess oxygen measurement to determine the operating air-fuel ratio and highlight the amount of excess air at the burner as its own safety margin. With the combustibles measurement, Operators can detect the combustible's breakthrough and identify the optimum combustion control set point in combination with the excess oxygen measurement. Notably, combustion optimization reduces the amount of excess air in the burner, which lowers carbon dioxide emissions, NOx emissions, and fuel consumption. And finally, using a methane hydrocarbon measurement in the flue gas provides a safety mechanism to monitor for fuel leaks and loss of flame during startup and normal operation. And above all, these flue gas measurements provide a path for optimizing combustion safely and efficiently. We again want to thank you for listening to this latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column.